Hello, hello. My name is Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian. Episode 16, Van Dam. We're going to do a retrospective kind of a walkthrough of the filmography of the very famous, or maybe formerly very famous, Jean-Claude Van Damme, the muscles from Brussels. From Brussels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big, big, big dude in the 80s, early 90s. <laughs> yeah. Forget, he was so big, but yeah. then when you look back on it, the time, the, the period of time he was big was about this big. You know, it's a couple years. A couple years, yeah. It's a couple years. So, um, I guess before we go into just the, like, I'll pull up the filmography here in order so we can talk about, uh, like we spoke about, he's kind of one of those guys that just made so many movies that me and you haven't watched a lot of them. <clears throat> yeah. But we've watched the, you know, the big ones, the tent poles, the one he's known for. So we'll talk about those as we come to them. Uh, but first of all, what's <clears throat> what's your experience with Van Damme? And as far as uh, action movies, uh, growing up on him, was he one of your favorites? Oh, he was the favorite, for sure. This is why I know we were talking about doing a retrospective on doing Arnold or maybe a different actor and Van Damme. And I mean, it was like Van Damme because I know I was fucking obsessed with his movies growing up. Um, I kind of stopped watching his movies around like the early 2000s when he starts making, you know, straight to DVD type stuff. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I've seen all of his movies from the 80s into the 90s. Um, so, yeah, I, I was obsessed with his films. And I think because, you know. The other guys, the other big guys like Stallone and Schwarzenegger, those were more, you know, explosions, shooting machine guns type movies where Van Damme was more like hand-to-hand -hand combat and fighting, you know? And I, I think I enjoyed his movies more because of that. And seeing him do the splits every single fucking movie is hilarious. Yeah, more like more like fist or more like foot-to-face combat. Yeah, foot-to-face, yeah. <clears throat> So I think that's that's what drew me to it as a as a kid. Um, this, guy, this guy's a kicker. But yeah, and I think my some of it had to do with my older brother. He was he loved Van Damme too, and I think that just kind of trickled down, and I I got obsessed with it. But yeah, that was kind of my experience watching all of his movies as a kid. <clears throat> yeah, uh, he was one of my favorites. I was always more into the martial arts movies then the gun movies like arnold style and so, so i always like watching like bruce lee and jackie chan and jackie uh, chan for sure rumble in the bronx too when i saw that for the first time i was uh, my mind was fucking blown yeah that's his first <clears throat> american movie and god mm -hmm. a, what a way to start people god jackie chan was so good doing his own stunts too mm -hmm. that's that's another that's another episode man jackie yeah. chan deserves a spotlight <laughs> um but yeah Growing up, I remember my grandma was a, a avid, like action movie person. She didn't watch nothing else, dude. She hated comedy. She hated like romance. Any kind of movie sucked unless it's oh, it's got to be an action. Mm -hmm. My grandma's very. She's born in Vietnam. She's super Asian, little old lady. And uh, 
she always had a massive VHS collection. She'd always get movies. And I remember Van Damme was one of her favorites and Steven Seagal. Oh, uh, yeah. I always hated Seagal, but she always loved him. I was like, Grandma, this fat motherfucker can't do nothing. He's like, oh, he's so good. <laughs> He'd break your goddamn neck. <laughs> I, was, oh, I was breaking necks and just, he just kind of like pushes people. Yeah, I've seen like scenes where he kind of just slaps people a little bit and they <laughs> yeah. like do a flip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, but, my dad was into, into Seagal and I was never, never really clicked for me. But Seagal. Uh, bless his heart. He did have uh, Under Siege. Under Siege is mm. the shit. I love that fucking yeah. movie. That that's the best thing he did. Only thing of value, I think. That movie was awesome with Tommy Lee Jones and fucking right. Busey. Like Busey. Uh, back back when Busey was a beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was so good back then. Uh, so yeah, that's my thoughts. I remember seeing a lot of Van Damme movies because a lot of his shit would come to VHS pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Uh, and especially at near the end. So I always watch them over there and I enjoyed that time with my grandma watching like fucking blood sport and lion heart. Mm-hmm. She had all the deep cuts. Yeah. Like these, these ones we don't know about. We haven't seen. She had them all. I just didn't watch them because I was like, I hadn't heard of them at that point. He was <laughs> at that point. Uh, you know, he was so far down in popularity. My grandma was still riding the Van Dam train hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so that's kind of my experience with Van Dam. So before we get into the filmography, I, I kind of wanted to bring up this since we just talked about Seagal. You ever hear the story about uh, Seagal and Van Dam about to get in that fight at Sylvester Stallone's party? Mm, I don't think so. It's a pretty awesome story. <laughs> Like you, know, you look it up on YouTube, there's all sorts of the different sides, but Stallone has confirmed it. They were at a party at his house, and they got in an argument, and Stallone was talking shit, and Van Damme was step outside. <laughs> <laughs> Ter- terrible Van Damme actually. He went to step outside to do the fight, <laughs> and then uh, I guess uh, Seagal's like, no, 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 he's wanted to fight him right there. So this house is too nice to fight in. Yeah, I would hate to ruin this man's house by knocking you around. And then wow. Van Damme's like, then we step outside. The whole party can come and watch. We fight. <laughs> and I guess that Van Damme was just all about it. It was about to kick his ass. And from most accounts, Seagal just kind of backed off. And later in interviews, Seagal's like, you know, of course, denies all that. So he would have beat the shit out of him. Um, Van Damme would have won. Oh yeah, it's, 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 this is like Van Dam peak, uh, like 1993 Van Dam, mm-hmm. and and Seagal even in his peak was like this flabby dude. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. There's a couple interviews of Van Dam making fun of uh, uh, Seagal. It's like, yes, I seen the Seagal movies. He's like, la la la. <laughs> 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 He's all making fun of it. Just the way he makes fun of people, like an eight-year-old child. La, 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 cigar. <laughs> it's so funny. That's hilarious. All right. Well. I'll have to look jump, that out. Let's jump into this. First thing I see on his uh, resume is no retreat. No, no surrender. surrender. <laughs> 1986. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember much about this from the cover of it. It's got like a Soviet flag and, a, <laughs> and an American flag on one side and two motherfuckers facing off on the front. Yep. This looks like a, a Rocky, Rocky Four. situation to me. Yeah. I do remember some of this where he's like playing a Russian. I remember the accent being pretty much his normal mm-hmm. <laughs> accent. Uh, yeah, I don't he was remember. the villain. Oh, yeah, of course. You got to start out as a villain. Hey, yeah, you die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one I, I never saw growing up. And it was like one of the ones that I was obsessed with trying to find because it was the one. And uh, I think I found it at like a fucking Walmart bin. I was like, yeah, no, we're treating no surrender. <laughs> and then that's, that's last time I watched it that night and I haven't seen it since. <laughs> uh yeah yeah they gotta make a fucking probably can't do it because there's so many movies it'd be the probably a uh licensing nightmare but a van damme box set just the filmography that thing would be huge uh but that's that just got him started this is what uh really did it blood sport yeah blood sports the shit blood sports the one uh so kumate yeah the kumate so blood sport's pretty badass it's your basic uh mortal combat you know mm-hmm. uh enter the dragon story oh shit martial arts tournament underground no rules the funny thing about this movie is that it's based on this man's life <laughs> frank dukes it's- yeah, this is an action. It says action biography drama. <laughs> this dude, Frank Dukes, wrote this fucking book or something, or this is his life story. He's like, we have to, we have to, make, <laughs> we have to make a movie about my life. <laughs> and uh, this is it. And by most accounts, he's completely full of shit. <laughs> most people think he doesn't even know how to fight. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He's talking about this fucking underground, like, I, I think he said he was like a CIA agent, too. And it's like, of course you can't prove it. It was a secret. But I was. <laughs> sure, uh, pal. So it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's a good movie, but I damn sure wasn't thinking, damn, this is a good biography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I forgot about the whole Frank Dukes thing. Uh yeah, we so, were speculating growing up of like whether or not Frank Dukes did any, any like stunt work for Van Damme. So, you know, like when they do the cutaways and you can't actually see Van Damme kicking somebody, like, I wonder if that's Frank Dukes. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. Uh, Frank Dukes is the <clears throat> the the stuntman for, for Bolo. Bolo? <laughs> that main villain, that big Chinese dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like in every fucking movie. Yeah. He's in <laughs> he's a couple in, Van Damme movies. Yeah, and he's in Enter the Dragon. He's in a couple he's in some Jackie Chan movies. This motherfucker, mm-hmm. he's always like the Chinese villain. Yeah. He's, he's fucking stacked. And he always fucking lifts up his fucking yeah, He's got his titties. <laughs> <laughs> and this one he has the fucking uh it's, it's hard to remember because this movie and kickboxer are the same fucking movie yeah so sometimes yeah. i get them confused but i'm pretty sure it's this one where he's got the the 
the Harley Davidson American fighter friend, and Bolo grabs the fucking Harley thing. Oh no, that's Bloodsport. That Bloodsport. That's Bloodsport. <laughs> <laughs> but is, Bolo's in that too, then. Hmm. God damn. He's the main. He's the main villain at the end. That's who he has to beat. See, he's in every one of these fucking movies. <laughs> I don't so, remember anything about Kickbox other than the the infamous fucking dance scene at the at the bar. Other than that, I don't remember much about it. Uh, well, if you've seen Bloodsport, you remember it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, the same, it's the same, same fucking <laughs> movie. All of these, uh, all of his movies on the IMDb, like Bloodsport, got a six point eight. That's the highest one uh, up until JCVD is his highest mm-hmm. rated movie. Which um, I haven't seen. I need to watch either. that. Yeah, it hurts good. Uh, but in Kickboxer is close. It's six point five. So it's like they have like the same score because of the same fucking movie. Uh, they just did it twice. So you have any more thoughts on Bloodsport? Um, no. I mean, I think out of all of all of his movies, with the, maybe the exception of two other ones, I'm sure we'll get to. Uh, I watched this one a lot um it's fucking silly and ridiculous and in all the best ways uh yeah that's really all i can say watch yeah. it if you haven't seen it it's great i i just watched it i was watching some interviews that van damme interviews are really cool i like him because he's just such a weirdo and his accent is fucking crazy so it's fun to listen to so he's on this radio show he's like i will tell you about the blood sport and how i made the blood sport okay and it's like a little podcast. It's like, I tell you this story because I don't care about the numbers, okay? I don't care about how many people are watch. I care about people, okay? Because I love you. I, I give the best story to you, okay? I give it to you now. Here's the, <laughs> the, the blood sport, okay? I am at his house. And he's, it has the producer's name. I forget and everything. And I'm showing him I have to do the kicks. My leg goes so high. I said, look at how high I could do this. No one can do this. You have to film this. It has to be given to the people. <laughs> And he's like, and he's, and he's like, you know, and he's like, and I make good money. I don't need to do acting. Okay. I have a gym. I sell merchandise. I sell vitamins and supplements at my gym. I make so much money. I'm very, very good actor, but I want that. He's like, he's a very good money, but I want to be actor. I said, the people need this. I said, they need this. They need to see this. (laughs) And he's just fucking hilarious. And he's going on and on. And the people in the interview are like, He's just rambling. Out of your fucking mind, yeah. He's just rambling. And he's like, so he brings to me, he says, hey, I know this. He drops it on my desk. Boom! The blood sport. Big, big blood sport. Big movie. <laughs> and he's like, this is what I will do now. And uh, he <laughs> says, he got paid $25,000 for blood sport. Wow. Um, I, I think he said that was gone within a week. That's not much, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, when you're doing a pound of blow, but <laughs> and that, I mean, he was he was blowed out on that coca, man. We gotta go. We gotta bring that up early, yeah, because it's gonna come up. <laughs> it, it's, I feel like the the movie, you know, it's a biography, but it's almost a biography of his own at the end when he gets the shit blown. Oh uh, yeah, and he can't see. Ah! i feel like that's just him blown out on coca man (laughs) trying to fight that's my favorite scene dude i loved that scene as a kid you can't see you know why is he screaming (laughs) 
<laughs> he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Every fucking vein popping in uh, every mm-hmm. muscle. And he's like looking around as I was the coolest scene ever. Like, tell me you didn't do that as a kid. When I was play fighting in my living room, I would like pretend to get shit thrown in my eyes. Ah! <laughs> and then I that go into this trance type state where I could fight you without seeing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did it all the time. It was fucking awesome. Nice. So that's that's the that's the one that got him started, made him a big name. Uh, next one I'm not too familiar with, uh, Cyborg. Yeah, that's another deep cut we watched a lot in the house. Uh, it's like a futuristic. Uh, he has to transport the cyborg for some reason, and this group of hunters are like hunting him and that girl down, and he's just trying to protect her. Basically, it's like a point A to point B type of movie. I'll probably like that. He didn't do a he he did. He always did like a uh, <clears throat> like a guy at the end of his rope uh, who has to fight someone movie mm-hmm. or a sci-fi movie. Yeah, he, he, he did very few sci-fi, but those are the other ones he did. And uh, so there's very few of the sci-fi version, and I I like them all those so i'd probably like this one i'll have to check that out there's some cool moments in it i mean i'm sure i haven't seen it in a long time so i'm sure it hasn't aged well but there's a lot of cool moments in it. and a really cool villain the villain creeped me out as a kid it's like this big ass dude with sunglasses and he has like this deep dark ominous voice almost like yeah. um you remember uh tony todd and Candyman? just that voice was just super oh, yeah, fucking yeah. creepy it, he kind of had one of those kind of voices <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, want some candy? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely watched Cyborg a lot growing up. <clears throat> yeah, then the next up is 1989 Kickboxer, of course. We uh, pretty much went over that because we went over Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Like the same fucking movie. This one is way more jacked, though. I'm looking at the pictures. Yeah. Kickboxer, he got jacked as shit. He's, he's big, and that, that might be like some of his... the biggest version of Van Damme. And then that one he's got the he's always got that fuck he's either got the long greasy hair or he's got the short little fucking parted part, yeah fucking boy haircut <laughs> <laughs> that was the boy haircut next one is the first uh uh debut of the greasy hair lionheart mm, yes the slick back yeah fucking which is basically blood sport and kickboxer just in the city <laughs> yeah. from what I remember. Yeah. I used to fight. I don't fight no more. In parking garages. But I have the heart of a lion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if you've seen blood sport and you've seen kickboxer, <laughs> you've seen Lionheart. Yeah. I like that one. I don't remember yeah. much about it, but I remember that one being a, one of the, my favorite ones growing up. I, I remember the cover of the VHS. Yeah, him like standing like this with the city it, in the background. The co- the covers, yeah, covers always yeah. the same on these movies. It's always him, one shoulder higher than the other, mm-hmm. and one arm bulging. Tank top, white shirt, <laughs> uh, cop uniform. Take your pick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be, <laughs> but it's gonna have him, unless it's one, it's more than one of him. Could be too. Oh, uh, yeah. Which so, we're coming up to that. We are coming up. Next one is a Death Warrant. Yeah, I remember that one. Death Warrant, 1990. So we're coming into the 90s. So uh, it's it's weird. 
his, his biggest movie is kind of behind him. He's got a couple big ones coming up, but uh, yeah, he's got some pretty big ones coming up, or at least one of them. Yeah, he still felt like really relevant at this time. Death War was cool, man. Like I remember, so Death War, I think he's a cop, and there's some some fucking crazy asshole villain in prison. And I don't remember why, but he has to go to prison to like infiltrate and try and kill him or something. From what I remember, I don't know. It was pretty fun. Yeah. And next, Double Impact, 1991. This is one where you get two Van Dams on the goddamn cover. (laughs) This is this where 90s movies, they're just pulling shit out of their ass Mm -hmm. to try and make money. People, you know, the people are like, okay, they love Van Damme. What would they love more? Two fucking Van Dams. What if Van Dam was fighting Van Dam, motherfucker? <laughs> That's what they came up with, and it's fucking. It's actually a decent movie. I kind of like yeah. it. Uh, it's. I just watched the trailer the other day, and the trailer's so good because mm-hmm. it's those old '90s trailers where they fucking voice over the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Van Dam. Van Dam. Two twins separated at birth and raised on the other <laughs> sides of the street. One, one is street smart. He's like, oh, he's like the long hair Van Damme. One is a good guy. <laughs> yeah, that just, really rules. It keeps throwing shit at you. Action, Wah-bah! adventure, splits. <laughs> it's like only one thing makes more of an impact than Van Damme. And then it shows them both. Who are you? Van Dam, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Van Dam and Van Dam star in Double Impact. Double the excited. Just they said double in the trailer forty fucking times. <laughs> just in case you forget. So, yeah, that man, that movie fucking rules. That one's pretty good. That's surprisingly with having you know those shots where you got to do the camera back oh, and yeah. forth because it's one guy. Usually that doesn't turn out too well. <clears throat> so next was uh, uh, another one of the rare sci-fi ones and one of my favorite ones I thought this movie was really good uh, I can't believe its score is as low as it is Universal Soldier yeah this may be arguably one of his biggest movies Yeah, it was uh, directed by Roland Emmerich and produced by Dean Delvin and if those names sound familiar it's because those are the teams that did independence day or would go on to do independence day and that awful godzilla um movie but so so that's kind of interesting and dolph lundgren which was a big deal because dolph lundgren was kind of hanging around in the same era as an action star so to put fucking van damme and lundgren in the same movie yeah it was touched on some really cool shit Mm -hmm. like uh lundgren like he they're in the vietnam war right and there's soldiers and like lundgren's doing fucked up shit so van dan tries to stop him and uh from what i remember lundgren kills him mm-hmm. murder murders him and lundgren dies also somehow I thought yeah they, they kill each they other kill each other yeah, yeah. it's a <clears throat> mutual death kill double impact um and then some crazy like you know robocop type uh program where they're bringing people back to and they, they use these two Vietnam soldiers. And so they come back to life. And it had a really interesting story of him remembering his old life. And it was a really cool story-driven one. Mm-hmm. 
and the little things about like him having to eat a lot like that was kind of cool yeah like, they, some little story things he's like at that fucking diner just eating everything you gonna pay for that buddy and people get mad and so he beats him up <laughs> yes. and he's like is he eating during it he's got, a, he's got a leg up here and then he takes a bite of mashed potatoes or some shit and like he asked i don't remember there's something about cold right he's always he's like in the tub of ice like oh yeah cold. yeah like his body overheats or something yeah uh I have to watch that one again. That was and they, they made a couple sequels. I don't remember. I remember the sequels not being too great, but the first one is definitely really good. Agreed. Uh, nowhere to run. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that one very well. I, I, I remember it being pretty good. Oh, romance! I don't remember no romance. Yeah, it's it's it was it was a drama more than an action movie from what I when I. When I was a kid, I was pretty disappointed when I left. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Rated R. That's another thing. This motherfucker hits the R's, bro. Yeah. This is like, this whole filmography is R. Other than uh, The Quest. We'll get to that soon. It's because he's always banging women and getting the fucking titty in there. <laughs> Almost all these movies, he's getting some. <clears throat> um, Hard Target. Yeah. John Woo. Yeah, I liked Hard Target. That's a good one. This That's one where he fucking punches a snake in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bite me. Yeah, that's a... It's hard to kind of go over these separately almost. It's like they just amalgam into one movie in your mind. Yeah. It's just a one... It's like one... 97 hour movie in my mind of John <laughs> of Van Damme just kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> and moving like like he was a cop and then he had to do a tournament and then he got sent to space. <laughs> <laughs> it's all one movie. It's one life he lived. <laughs> this one has some pretty epic ridiculous uh choreography though. Like this is the one where he's driving the motorcycle towards the car and he stands up on the bike and he shoots the gun. He's oh, riding the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, and he's like, I did that without wires. That is me <laughs> riding the bike. I had to learn for weeks how to ride a bike with no, no hands and no feet. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm shooting a real gun. That's not a prop gun. Uh, next one is my, I think, favorite. I think it's a sleeper. Can't believe the score is so low. This oh, is we're going actually- to have the same favorite, I think. If, if I know is, where you're going this with is, this. This is his top grossing movie he ever made. 1994, Time Cop. Ah, uh, we don't have the same one. The Time Cop is pretty fucking good. That's where I went, Time Cop. Fuck, dude, Time Cop is sick, dude. Time Cop's re- pretty good. I rewatched it the other day. It's a really good sci-fi movie. It's a interesting time travel movie where time travel is made, is invented. And then they have to kind of outlaw it because people are fucking with the timeline and there's the, they start this police agency that will police the timeline and send people back and forth to stop people from time traveling so they won't fuck up the future. And the senator uh, starts using criminals and stuff to go back and he'll, he like robs like uh, Civil War caravans and, and so he's like buying guns in the future with these gold doubloons that are now worth a shit ton and it's just a really cool, interesting uh, story. And so Van Damme's got to stop him. And at the same time, 
like you're not allowed to use time travel for yourself and to in any way shape or form they're like the, the the cops are there to stop any and all time travel from happening um but his wife was killed in like the beginning of the movie so by the end of the movie he's also kind of breaking the rules and trying to stop his wife from being killed and looking at his uh timeline it, it's fucking cool i love this movie mm-hmm. yeah i don't remember i don't remember much about it oh yeah. shit so this is this is the, the what you need actually is, <laughs> fuck all the rest it's about it the the biography <laughs> and then time cop change of the future <laughs> so yeah time cop interest like good effects like really cool time travel uh they you, they get in this little cart and it goes down this this like uh almost like crash testing like when they got the car on the rail and it hits the wall and there's a wall there so they <clears> they, they have to bring it up to speed and then the wall just like whoa, 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 whoa does this effect and then they pump through and it's a really good effect for uh 1994 it's a decent and then in the future they're like, like cut through the, the warp the screen and have them come out mm-hmm. so yeah they do a lot of really cool things in this movie and van damme i think is like at his best there's a scene in the his apartment uh guy tries to come fuck him up he's in the kitchen of course and the the sink's been on the whole fight so <laughs> Yeah, I so remember the, this now. So the, so the ground is wet and he has to jump up and do the splits on the countertop. Mm-hmm. And then and his fucking up. undies. Yeah, shock the water. Uh, yeah, I love it. It's definitely my favorite, I think. Time Cop. Check it out. If you haven't checked out Time Cop, it's a vastly underrated. Uh, was not big <clears throat> critically like a uh, ratings and reviews but it is was his highest grossing movie so i think people at that time were just ready to go see a van damme movie and in 1994 this was a kind of interesting time cop you know around that time we had a what was a stallone one stallone one a time travel stallone yeah where it's like frozen and has wesley snipe oh demolition man yeah it's around that time so a lot of people were doing this kind of time stuff right there uh so i think people just went to the theaters and droves to see it most ended up not liking it but they went to see it so it made it uh his highest grossing that's interesting i would have i would have thought that universal soldier would have been his highest that's interesting the time cop yeah um and the next one is uh, one i really like sudden death so that one's my favorite that's my personal favorite yeah um, I kind of echo the things you said about Time Cop and that I think it's underrated. And um, I don't know. I think out of all the ones I watched as a kid, this one I thought was the most entertaining because this movie just fucking runs. Like it, there's, it's all just action from start to begin. I mean, it's basically die hard in a hockey arena. For those who haven't seen it, it's Van Damme playing John McClane, but it's during a hockey playoffs game. There's a bunch of terrorists trying to do some shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just Van Damme running around a hockey coliseum. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I think it's awesome. One lonely Zamboni driver <laughs> must save the day. <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure he was like a security guard, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was like a fireman. In the beginning of the movie, he's like a fireman who lost somebody and he's a broken man and takes his daughter to the playoff game and has to prove himself, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, if, isn't it like the 
the Bruins or the? Uh, I think it was the Penguins. Penguins. It's something yeah. yellow, yellow and black, right? Because mm-hmm. he does fight the mascot. Somebody, uh. someone, one of the terrorists puts the mascot on, and they have a little fight in the kitchen. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one too. That one's really good. That wouldn't uh, hurt my feelings. Someone had that at their top. But the next one, I hope we can agree on the next one. It, I fucking hated. It was one of my probably my least favorite Van Damme movie like ever. Was uh the quest from yeah that movie kind of sucks like set in the twenties and shit and I was like really a timepiece mm-hmm. Van Dam it just wasn't very good uh the quest says it's like a boring ass quest across ninety five minutes not much happens felt like three hours yeah <laughs> it felt like a fucking quest yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially when you're coming off of fucking how great Bloodsport, Kickboxer, and um, Lionheart is to do, do another tournament movie and just have it be so fucking boring. Yeah, like a fucking... This should be your bread and butter by now. 1920s <laughs> tournament movie, and he's like a slave. This is yeah, dumb. And there's like some British colonial shit going on. You will fight for us. <laughs> fight, Brussels man. <laughs> <laughs> If I fight, I want my freedom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking this terrible. summer. <clears throat> and it's got like about the same score as Time Cop and Sudden Death. It's like, the, that's a travesty. Who, what the Yikes. fuck? Uh, all of his movies are scoring in the like 5.5 range. Like they're all, people are just like, they're a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. It, it, it has a beginning and it does end. <laughs> and you can watch it so it is a, it's a movie it's a five <laughs> uh <clears throat> maximum risk uh, is that the one with natasha henstridge or whatever her name was yeah that was pretty good i don't remember too much about that i remember i thought I think, it was okay i think it's it's a your basic uh damsel in distress movie isn't it that's funny because when you said masculine risk, I was like, fuck, we're already here. Because I remember specifically this movie on is where I start as a kid, start to kind of trickle off into not watching his films. I mean, I think I still see the next couple movies in his filmography, but this is the movie. It's like I remember specifically being like, I'm starting to tail off a little bit, trail off on his movies. Yeah, this is so this is your basic. I think he's 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 a uh, trying to protect her. Mm. right so you're basic like a racer yeah protect, yeah protect the girl uh i mean it's it's serviceable definitely not one of his worst movies we'll get into those real quick here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we, we go pretty quick on these ones 1997 van damme rodman rourke double team <laughs> <laughs> god damn it this, this movie is one of those movies that's so fucking bad that it's good. It's one of those, like, yeah, get a couple beers and some popcorn and just fucking laugh your ass off. Like this, like we were talking about it earlier. Uh, I like this one. This one's pretty good. Like I was watching some, I didn't watch the whole thing, but because I don't have it. And a lot of these movies, I couldn't really find a stream anywhere. <clears throat> um, But I was watching some scenes from it on YouTube, like the last fight, like I was saying, the the fucking uh the editing on the fight is just ridiculous like just cutting in cutting out Mm -hmm. leg arm 
the whole fucking movie is shot, <laughs> shot that way. I feel like if Van Damme's on coke, then the editor was definitely on coke. He edited it himself. <laughs> Let me take care of it. I got to. I have time. <laughs> and then, uh, like you, and like you were saying, like that fight is in an arena, kind of like a Bruce Lee style, but it's in an arena full of mines. There's mines planted, and there's fucking like a lion loose <laughs> and all this shit. <laughs> And, and uh, <clears throat> Rourke is actually in really good shape. I was like, watching. I was like, God damn, Rourke is fucking, he's fucking stacked in this movie, yeah. dude. He's looking big. And he's looking like his skin isn't made of fucking beef jerky <laughs> 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 and shit like it is later. And his face isn't like fucking all messed, creviced. <laughs> yeah. Like he just broke out with beef jerky syndrome and, <laughs> and a shit ton of acne yeah. <laughs> later later in life i don't know where that came from usually you have these acne scars from a, being a kid like he didn't have that shit in this movie i don't know if the makeup was really good or what but hmm. uh he looked good and of course rodman oh my god yeah rodman it's a serviceable it's not as bad as i remember his acting it's not good but it's it's decent he's he gets his lines out uh <laughs> during during the fight like uh he steps on a mine because they're like there's little crosses all over in the dirt i was like why would you mark where the fucking mines are if you're trying to kill somebody anyways yeah that's he weird. steps on one it's like Ka-tung! and so he keeps his foot down and van damme and rourke are fighting and it works like yeah hey, you don't have any help anymore because he knows he can't uh uh robman can't move and he's like robman is just the most cheesy delivery well, you know what, buddy? Like, <laughs> I, I might have came in here and moved some of your little crosses. So, damn it. And, and he lifts his foot and then nothing happens. And then like Rourke happens to step down and hear the click. And So you might want to be careful. <laughs> and, <he's> like, <laughs> and then he says, oh yeah, and a tiger. <laughs> and the tiger comes in and they are like running away and Rourke can't move because he's on a mine and the tiger's coming after him. And so he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like he's got a, like a single tear coming down and he's just staring, <laughs> cut, cut, uh, lion running or tiger running, cut, 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 uh, long shot, tiger running towards Rourke. And then Rourke, you know, uh, as the, as the tiger gets really close, he gets, goes to foot shot, lifts his foot, <laughs> bits of tiger everywhere. <laughs> it's like it's just fucking ridiculous i need to watch that scene again i can go on youtube and just watch that yeah just watch the the final fight scene it's like 10 minutes at most mm. it was fucking awesome I was like, all right <laughs> like I, i'm glad I, I probably would be disappointed if i watched the whole 83 minutes to get to that but, <laughs> <laughs> but the payoff was pretty good <laughs> oh but, shit so then, yeah, that, that's that's when you could tell it started to become for the money, right? We got knockoff. Uh, I'm assuming somewhere around here. Where the hell was fucking uh, Street Fighter though? Oh yeah, Street Fighter was '94. Yeah, Street Fighter wasn't on my list. He just doesn't have an. <laughs> he wants to forget it. So this isn't up to speed. But anyways, yeah, he's in Street Fighter, uh, and he was gonna play Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat movie. <clears throat> but then the but then he did Street Fighter. Um because 
Mortal Kombat, that character Johnny Cage is based off uh, Van Damme. They wanted to do, uh, those guys wanted to make a Van Damme video game because they were big Van Damme fans. And so they tried to get him signed on and it didn't work out. And so they just had to be an homage to Van Damme with the glasses and the cool guy shirt off. And he does the uh, blood sport final move, you know, Johnny Cage, the punch mm-hmm, to the nuts. Yeah. Uh, so that just something interesting about that. And I think it, I don't know, Mortal Kombat was pretty good. I think if it would have had Van Damme as Johnny Cage, that could have been even better. But on my incomplete list, <laughs> bring, brings us up to, we're just getting late 90s now. So this is where that coca starts to hit you, man. Yeah. Like I'm looking at some of these uh, movie posters and like his, his skin from 19... 19- 89 to 1998 has aged about 30 years bro his face starts getting rough on this like these like his lines he's got he looks like the fucking joker now (laughs) ass lines in his face at that cocaine man uh knockoff 1998 yep i don't remember a fucking thing about this movie but i've definitely seen it me either next (laughs) (laughs) legionnaire 1998 Rented it from Sunburst. Uh, don't remember a fucking thing about it. <clears throat> yeah, 49 cent Wednesdays, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Uh, I remember it being a, a pretty stupid period piece again from my recollection. I was like, yeah. I don't want to see Van Damme in the motherfucking 20s or 30s, bro. I want to see you in the future or now. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was kind of, this next one is when he tried to, he, he fell off for a bit. I remember this kind of being the comeback, like, oh shit, Van Damme. Remember him? Uh, Universal Soldier, The Return, 1999. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I drugged my mom to go sit in the theaters, in which we did. And I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> is, that, is that Michael Jai White? Yeah, and, and Goldberg. And Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Goldberg. Like, oh shit. That movie was really bad. Was Dolph in that one? No, he wasn't. No. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be the comeback train for uh, Van Damme. That didn't work out too well. Uh, I remember this one being pretty good. Van Damme. Uh, Inferno. Also known as Desert Heat. Nope. I think, um, the, I think the return... I'm looking at... I have his IMDb up uh, too, and I think the return is literally the last movie. I haven't seen... Any of these movies up until Jace? Well, I haven't even seen JCVD. I haven't seen one of his movies until Expendables. So I really, <laughs> I really walked away. Yeah. Oh, what about this Replicant? Two thousand one. You familiar with that? I remember when it came out. I don't think I ever saw it though. Just by the name alone, scientists create a genetic a genetic clone of a serial killer in order to help catch the killer teaming up with two cops. So that sounds interesting. I bet I'd like that one. That sounds like a super cheesy, weird one. <laughs> like just the name Sci-fi. alone, Replicant, I thought, yeah, I'm liking this. <laughs> He's a replicant. He's not me. Uh, hey, it has the- Michael Rooker in it. That's something. There you go. Uh, the Order, I have no idea about that. That's 2001. Yeah, Derailed. That looks interesting. <laughs> 
I'll watch that, derail it just from that poster alone. Yeah, there's a train and him <laughs> with a motorcycle running up to it. <laughs> An out-of-control train holding hostages and high-tech bioweapons. Agent Kristoff Van Damme becomes a one-man army to derail the terrorists and save the lives of everyone on board. <laughs> Love it. Oh, it's like a train, bro. It's like you don't use a train for a getaway. It can only go one way, one direction. <laughs> Dude, there's apparently his son is in this movie. I went into the cast. It says Chris Van Dam. He plays Ethan Christoph, his son in the movie. Is plays this. Yeah. Once if you go into the cast, you scroll over. There's a Chris Van Dam. He has his fist up, just like his dad. Oh man! Wow. Now I definitely want to watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a. Huh. Doesn't look much like him, but yeah. Yeah. Chris Van Weird. <clears throat> um, In Hell, 2003. I remember this one being good. I've seen this one. A man must survive a prison where hardened criminals battle to the death for the warden's entertainment. Biography. <laughs> <laughs> this happened to a guy in prison once and he wrote a movie. So another blood sport fucking tournament movie but i remember this one being pretty cool because it's like, there's another uh, frank du ducks yeah. biography later in his life because he went to prison. prison he's in prison and like he he can fight but he doesn't want to fight because that's why he's in prison but he has to mm. or they're gonna keep him in there for life or some kind of shit second in command 2006 this is like when you look at the poster of this this is where his face starts to get <laughs> a little droopy fucked up yeah the new military attache is also second in command at the U.S. Embassy in Moldavia. The loser at the recent presidential election isn't letting that stop him. The <laughs> president seeks protection at the U.S. Embassy, bringing it under attack. That sounds boring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the hard corpse. This looks cheesy as shit. Like just from that poster alone, that's a streak to VHS, even though it's VHS is a dead format at that point. Um, Straight Army, to something. <laughs> Army veteran assembles a team of bodyguards to protect a former boxer. Complications arise when the boxer suspects his sister may be romantically involved with the bodyguard. Van Damme's the bodyguard. <laughs> and yes, he is banging your sister. Trust me. <laughs> So we got a good laugh out of that one. We only got a couple left. Until death. Uh, Stowe is a dirty cop who is hooked on heroin. <laughs> I'm already laughing. I was like, oh, Van Damme, a drug addict? That's a stretch. <laughs> we really stretch your acting chops here, buddy. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just make it cocaine and you just like really live the character? <laughs> yeah. so he's hooked on <laughs> heroin. Acting. And everyone dislikes him. Because of an accident, he is put into a coma and comes out of it a better person. He wakes up, <laughs> he wakes up wanting to put things right. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh God. So they put him into a coma. No one likes him, but after the coma, people are like, this guy's all right. He's trying to make amends for his former life. He's got a second chance. <laughs> what the fuck? I gotta watch that one. Yeah. Oh. Until death. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's 2007. That's late. Uh, the Shepherd, 2008. 
Another grid poster. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! He's got a cook. He's got a kick on the poster. He got a kick, and then he got an airplane. And the serious look. Uh, a former New Orleans cop battles drug cartels and ex-army special forces who are smuggling drugs from Mexico into the U.S. through a Texas border town. Okay, standard standard Van Dam <laughs> affair there. Yeah, that might that might be okay. And then JCVD. This is the the banger, I guess. Everybody says you have to see. Yeah, this is supposed to be a genuinely like really good movie. Went to like festivals and everything. Jean Claude Van Damme gets involved in a bank robbery with hostages situation. <laughs> okay, and reflects about his life during it. So it's like a meta thing. So he plays himself. <laughs> I guess. Did, did he rob a bank? <laughs> yeah I, I thought this one was like yeah about him but i guess it's what if a, he's like a coked out what if he's van damme he's coked out and he's not doing any more movies so he robs a bank i wonder if that's the plot <clears throat> weird i gotta watch this one yeah um yeah i always thought it was just i thought it was like a, a satire on his life like jcvd was the character um so it's apparently not exactly what i thought it was uh, he also had a, a reality show for a little bit. Uh, really? Yeah, Behind Closed Doors with Van Damme or something. I hear about it. It's ridiculous. He's like, uh, the whole, most of the show, he's just talking about, I, I will have to fight again. I have to for the children. <laughs> I, have to, <laughs> he's like, I have to fight again. They will have to see because I've made so many mistakes with the cocaine. I have to come back and the children can see you can change. I will have to fight again. <laughs> and he's like, he just, he's going to fight uh, this Olympic gold medalist boxer from some country. And they even, they have press conferences about it. Uh, fight never happens. Uh, <laughs> it would have been amazing, but it's just so funny, man. I have to, they need me to fight the children. They don't know who you are, Van Damme. The, the children, the children have no fucking idea who you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, last one on his IMDb. Uh, he's got to have more movies than this because this is 2013. He didn't stop. Yeah, I have a bunch here. He did another Universal Soldier, Kung Fu. Oh Panda. yeah, shit. Oh yeah, he's in Kung Fu Panda. He did a couple uh, of Universal Soldier Nine. It's gonna run through these here assassination games dragon eyes and then 2012 he has another resurgence with expendables where he mm. plays the villain of course he does and his name was villain and that's not a joke <laughs> <laughs> hello i'm villain yep. this one this one's fucking wacky enemies closer his hair is just fucking like the joker it's all blown out and up he's like a smirk on his face yeah, and it's fucking, yeah. And it's got a knife. Deep within a forest on the U.S.-Canadian border, two sworn enemies must work together to escape a ruthless drug cartel hell-bent on retrieving a drug shipment that went missing there. Hmm. And, but I don't know if you can, it's going to show up at his hair. Like this blown out. What the fuck? Weird ass. He's the one, he's the one on the right? Yeah, he's the one with the fro. <laughs> Look like my fucking grandma. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there. I love that the IMDb picture they have for, <laughs> for 
for Sean Claude Van Damme for all these movies is this. It's the hard target. Yeah. yeah that's the fucking long hair. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looks like. Hilarious. But yeah. That's a, uh, that's about it. Yeah. The classic man. What a, what a filmography. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, the, just looking here, the box office on that uh, Time Cop was 101.6 million on a 27 million dollar budget. Damn. So, so that being his highest grossing uh, shows you that it's not Van Damme wasn't that big. I mean, I don't know. Movies just do these billion dollars nowadays, and we think nothing of it. But I guess back then, yeah. that's pretty good. That's probably pretty good. I mean, with inflation, I mean, back then, a hundred yeah. million is probably a little more than. Time Cop remains Van Damme's highest-grossing film as a lead actor, his second to break the hundred million dollar mark, uh, becoming a cult classic with fans. Although met with mixed reviews, it is generally regarded by critics as one of as one of Van Damme's better films. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So that is. The muscles from Brussels. Mm -hmm. Hard target. <laughs> Man, talking about talking about it makes me want to watch some of these fucking straight to garbage movies because they sound some of them sound pretty good. I wanted to watch that coma one. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yes, to change his life. Uh, yeah, it's like I want to watch these on VHS. I need to go down mm -hmm. to Goodwill and get these on a VHS, bro. That's yeah. the way to watch these bad boys. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's JCVD. Yeah. So yours was your favorites, Time Cop. Mine's uh, Sudden Death. If you haven't seen either of them, you should definitely watch both of those. And I yeah. recommend Universal Soldier, Bloodsport. Those are kind of the top four. Time Cop, Sudden Death, Universal Soldier. Uh, Blood sport. What's another one of the five you would have to see? Hmm. <clears throat> Maybe Lionheart, but I mean, if you're going to watch Bloodsport, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another one. Maybe Double Impact because there's two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, that's like in the top six. Mm -hmm. Right on. Yeah. So. Check that shit out. I mean, <laughs> no one's no one's like learning about Van Dam right now. Like, oh shit, yeah. this Van Dam guy is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like you're already if you're in if you know you know, and if you don't you never will mm -hmm. type of thing. So it was a special time in films where all you had to do was have some muscles, and to be able to throw a head kick, mm -hmm. and you could be a star. And do the splits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the thing. And when he was talking about getting that contract in the interviews, I did the splits in his office across the chairs. <laughs> of course you did. And that's when he's like, he's the one. He's yeah. the one. So yeah, that's uh I think that's all we got. Episode 16, Van Dam. We just wanted to talk about these silly movies. These are fun. Definitely, if you're, you know, a 80s or 90s kid, you probably got some fondness for Van Dam. And it's it's, it's like you always picked a side. I think there was like it was like Van, it was like Arnold Stallone, and it was Van Damme Seagal. Mm -hmm. It's like you you picked a side, and Seagal's a bitch. So yeah, no one likes Seagal. Fuck Seagal. <laughs> 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 like it's always some guy running at him straight with a knife. 
Slaps her arm 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah, I never liked his movies. He just had he didn't have really good movies other than um, Under Siege. Yeah, Under Siege was awesome, but that was my grandma's favorite was Seagal, and I had no idea why. And she had, oh my god, Seagal has I think more movies than Van Damme. Like, it was like yeah. Above the Law, Mark for Death. Trying to Dude. like, I didn't like any of this movies. Right? And he's and he started getting fat, and he's mm-hmm. still on it. Like I remember, the I Law know, Man. I remember which one, but he's in a black trench coat and he's just fat as shit. He's mm-hmm. got this double chin, and he's like, Seagal. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, he's still going, bro. Isn't that where he's on the Native American reservation? Or There's one of them where he's like, he's like in the snow on the reservation. I think he's yeah, supposed to be Native I mean, American. Yeah. I don't he remember. Claimed, he's claimed he's like Japanese. He's claimed he's like Native American. He's, he's just a fucking weirdo. Big, he's a big bullshit artist. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he he claimed that uh, he claimed that he trained with Bruce Lee. Like he had trained with Bruce Lee. He was at his house. It was just a couple of interviews. It's like yeah, I knew Bruce Lee. I knew him very well. He was a good friend. <laughs> and then it's like it, it was proven that like the time the time frames of what he said it couldn't have happened. Like he was too young and all this other shit. So yeah, he's just full of shit. I don't think wow. he ever. I don't think he ever met Bruce Lee. Probably never watched a Bruce Lee movie. Or he would make a fist when he fought instead of slapping people. Anyways, we, we, we should do a Seagal one one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Just tear it, tear it apart. <laughs> that'd, be fucking, that'd be fucking funny. Yeah. That'd be one of those ones where you got to do like a, a watch along or we watch a super yeah. shitty Seagal movie. And Have a couple clips loaded up. <laughs> yeah, do a commentary track. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I love Van Damme movies. They're fun. Uh, there's there's a there's like, well, the super late ones. I don't really count those, you know, because yeah, no one's watching those. But it's during the movie. yeah during the uh, during the big heyday, there's only like two or three that are shitty. Mm-hmm. Granted, the good ones are all the same movie. <laughs> Most <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, his bread and uh, butter is those tournament movies, man. Yeah. So you're welcome, Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all we got. Uh, check out those movies. And let us know if you like them. What's your favorite Van Damme movie? Who's who's an actor? Maybe we should cover on these things. I think Arnold is an easy one to do because we're both yeah, fans Arnold for and sure. He's got, and he's got a lot of movies. So I don't, maybe, I don't know. I was thinking maybe a, a Arnold versus Stallone mm. type uh, shootout too. Um. Yeah, so thanks for watching. Thanks for spending part of your Sunday with us uh, every week. We enjoy it. I hope you do too. Please like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. uh, Tell anybody. Just tell somebody, please. Please. Help us. Oh, hey, I got my TV back. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So Picked it up yesterday. Right? Yeah. Is your original? Same one. He said the motherboard died. And I was like, well, how the fuck do I prevent that? And he didn't really give me too much of a clear answer. He basically said, like, I guess goes for you. And I guess everybody out there who has a, a 4K TV, just in case, you know, we don't want it to break because I just spent $300 getting it fixed and it fucking sucks. But uh, he says to keep the backlight not all the way on. 
Um, I had mine cranked um, because I went, I did like a CNET. Like I, I go to Google and type in like best settings for Samsung or whatever, because I don't fucking know. And so I kind of just matched what their settings were and they had the backlight all the way to 50, which is the max. So I, now that I have it back, I'm, I cranked it down back down to like 30, 25, but um, don't do that. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. I don't crank know. It, crank it back up. This <laughs> because the or, backlight is like, I, I'm, I'm big into those sites too, like CNET where they talk about the best settings and to really get the best settings, you got to calibrate it, but then you got to pay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've thought about doing that. Like, I wonder how it would look that much better, you know, mm. like I have professional calibration with the colors and everything, but uh, it's HDR too, right? Yeah. Your TV. Yeah. So for HDR content, you want your backlight to be the absolute brightest it can be because your backlight doesn't affect uh, like contrast and, the brightness of the well it affects the brightness of the picture but because the backlight you know yeah it's just the light behind the pixels so you want that to be absolutely as bright as possible so your hdr is when it's hitting its peak you can hit its peak so i don't know if i'd invest too fully into that and it's lasted you a while right uh i had it for a year and then it, and oh. the motherboard broke um but i do agree like when he told me that and i came home and i actually uh, cranked it down i was like fuck dude like it's so hard to especially during the day and and also using the samsung apps like not using the not using the apps on through the xbox or the ps4 for whatever reason i don't know if you've you've encountered this with your smart tv but when i go to netflix on the samsung netflix app and i watch something hdr it's so fucking dark even like the disney plus app watching the mandalorian on the samsung disney plus app it's almost like unwatchable because it's so fucking dark. So I, in order to watch something in HDR, I have to turn on the Xbox and use the Netflix app for the Xbox, and then it light, lights up. I don't know if it's a Samsung app issue, but um, anyways, my whole point being with the backlight and turning it down, um, I think I'm just going to probably just play with it. You know, if I'm just TVs in the background, I'm not really paying attention. I'll probably just crank the backlight down. But if I'm about to watch, Sarah and I about to watch a movie, get some popcorn or play a video game for a while, I'll probably crank it back up. Just kind of play yeah. with it. I, yeah, I keep it cranked, but then I have like local dimming. I'm sure your TV has that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Act, local dimming arrays. I keep that. Uh, I, don't, I don't like to crank that up because I think it could fuck with the picture, but I keep it at like a medium. So it kind of can negate the, the backlight issue if it is an issue. So like uh, if something's really bright, like say this, this light strip right here was on your TV, you know, it would be having super bright over here, but then over here on this black spot, they'd be dimming the light, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have that dimmer on too, that'll help negate because it's not 100% uh, on the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to announce that because it's been three weeks without it and uh, felt good to have it back in the home and uh, played some Spider-Man this morning. And man, it's like fucking night and day. I can't even imagine what it what it's like to play it in 60 frames per second. Well, I mean, can't you try? Doesn't doesn't the PS4 version have a 60? I don't think so. I think only, maybe the PS4 Pro, but I don't think the base can do it unless I'm missing it somewhere in the settings. Uh, there's no like performance mode or something in it? I don't think I'll do, I'll do some digging. Maybe they've up because they definitely added an HDR setting to the to the 
PS4, but I don't think I've seen anything that has a performance, but I could be wrong. I yeah, always just update it and not pay attention to what I'm updating. It would be, it's in the game settings, not the PS4. Mm. Gotcha. Like the, I don't know. At least on PS5, it has a performance mode, which is uh, 60 frames, uh, 1080p or checkerboard. Yeah, I think so. It has a uh, 30 frames, 4K, but it just looks too good. It, 4k ray tracing that i don't fuck with the 60 fps and mm. i don't care especially yeah. in spider-man i don't really care like a first person shooter or something i might care not enough to be playing 1080p though it's like fuck dude I yeah we're done with 1080p i guess we're still not quite there with the power yet to be cranking out 4k visuals oh real quickly i was uh, just rambling at the end here but uh yeah so it's good to just catch up for a little bit yeah, that uh, so that I fucking ran into an Xbox in the wild. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were telling me this yesterday. A Series X, I was just at Target and I, I was just looking at the games because you know I kind of want more PS5 games, so I'm looking at the next gen games, it's very little. Um, and I looked down and they got the big black box, a Series X, one of them, only, only console like in the whole damn place, like regardless of brand. I was like, holy shit, they have a fucking Series X. Like, no way. It's like sitting on the shelf. Like, that's pretty fucking rare. I was like, I should put up a post. Like, hey, if you want a Series X, it's here at Richland Walmart. I was like, no, I shouldn't. I should buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so I talked to Jesse. Like, uh, yeah, they have one. I should buy it. And she's like, no. Talks me out of it. I have to get permission, of course, to spend fucking $550. Yeah. And so she said, no, we left. And then I was like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking, uh, I put my Xbox on Facebook for sale. My one X, I'm like, I'm selling this right now. I'm going to go down there and get that fucking Xbox. Stupid me thinking that I could have sold that in time to go get that Xbox. Like you can't do that. Yeah. You get, yeah. You get that excitement. I know what that feels like. Yeah. For sure. You're like, yeah, I want to do it. <laughs> It'll happen. And then, and then uh, everything's going to happen. Yeah, and then Jesse comes into the room as I like taking pictures of it and stuff. She's like, "Are you?" She's like, "Are you confident that'll sell?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm pretty confident. I mean, it's a it's a good price. I'm not, you know, if somebody needs one. This is a really good price for it." And uh, she's like, "Okay, well, you can go buy that Xbox then." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> she's like, "Yeah." So I <laughs> fucking race down there. I hit every goddamn red light. I mm -hmm. get there, and I fucking. Uh, yeah. it's like I'm walking towards it and there's lots of things I can't see the display I'm like then I pop around and it's gone his heart yeah. sinks I'm like oh fuck <laughs> and then she felt really bad that she didn't let me buy it at the time so I kept bringing it up all day like <laughs> <laughs> and she would get really mad about it yeah she's like, I was like uh, what, I don't know anytime something happens she's like oh like i missed uh i don't know just, i missed my alarm on my phone i was like yeah i missed something pretty big too today <laughs> <laughs> she's like stop it i feel terrible i was like yeah you should <laughs> but whatever i'm over it I, I did go on a little quest like after that i was like i'm i have permission i'm fucking getting one now so i fucking yeah gamestop didn't open till noon it's like what kind of a store doesn't open till noon you fucker on a weekend yeah, that's a weird like, one and it was like 10 a.m and I went to Walmart, <clears throat> and on this app I have that tells me Walmart stock, it said they had six of them. So I went there and asked them about it, and these fucking assholes, dude, they're, they're only selling them online, 
mm. for Black Friday. That's it. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, so you could go online Wednesday, and if you're one <laughs> of the lucky ones, you come get it here. It's just, they had them in the back. I was like, so you have them, and I have $550, yeah. $550 and I cannot buy one. It's like, they just have one sitting at Target. It's like, what the fuck? Mm. What are you guys That's doing? Weird. Like, it pissed me off. I, thought, oh, I almost wanted to talk to a manager. Like, Give me a fucking manager. Like, is this yeah. serious? Like, what kind of world we live in where you have the thing in the store and no, you're not going to sell it to me? It was ridiculous. Which is weird because I, I imagine that they they put that rule out because of COVID, but it's like you're already at the store. Yeah. They have it. So it's like, I mean, they're, I know they're trying to, to reduce crowds because you, if you start saying, hey, we have Series X and PS5s and at the local Walmart, people are going to come out in droves and I don't, I don't think they want that. But at the same time, it's like, again, you're a customer. You have a product in your store available to buy and you're there. So it's like, why not make a little money off of it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, exactly. It's so fucking weird. But I just thought that was crazy to see one on the shelf. You know, yeah. I'm sure that won't happen for a long time yet. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. I wasn't going to buy any games or anything for the <laughs> Xbox. If I got one, I was just going to, it'd be nice to have it uh, for down the line when, you know, games start getting pumped out. And I thought it would have been super awesome to have all my entertainment center, got the five and the, the X. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I took my, I took my one X off of the marketplace. It's like, fuck it. I'm not going to sell it. Uh, eventually I'll be able to get one. So I'm just, I'm content on waiting now, but you know, when you see it and it's there and it's so a tangible option, I'm like, yeah. yes, now pull the trigger. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I, I've kind of given up on the PS5. I've, I've been paying attention almost daily about like stock alerts and I, I yeah. pop into Walmart when they tell me to, and a minute later. So I'm just like, it's not even worth my time anymore. So I'm spending too much time of like refreshing pages and like looking it up. I'm like, fuck it. It'll, it'll be in my house when it's ready to be in my house. And I'm not going to fucking, you know, yeah. go out of my way to waste my time with it. I have Spider-Man to play. I just got Ghost of Tsushima. I got a backlog. Cyberpunk's coming up. So I got shit to play. I, I can yeah, wait. <clears throat> for sure. I feel you. But yeah, I would imagine if I was at a fucking Target and I saw, <laughs> when I saw a PS5 <laughs> sitting there, I'd say, let's go about it a little differently. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. There it is. I'm going to buy now, it. Now I have all these scenarios in my head of what I should have done. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I should have, because, you know, at, at Target, it's it's behind glass right so you have to be like hey can i come can i get this and then usually they'll be like you got more shopping to do because you know you probably will i should have i should say hey can i get this you got more shopping to do yes i do okay mm -hmm. we'll have it at the front customer service desk for you okay thank you yeah and then, and then i just let it sit there and let it brew so nobody else can, <laughs> nobody else can buy it and i'll come back like six hours later mm -hmm. don't my shopping now yeah my shopping's done <laughs> took a while <laughs> you know how it is yeah all right well that's that's that yeah I, I was just happy that i got a ps5 because i started thinking about it. i was like well you know what a lot of people weren't able to get any of this bullshit mm -hmm. so don't be greedy you got one of them yeah I, mean, I know eventually we'll all have the system we want it'll it'll, it'll normal out mm -hmm. so Time heals all wounds. Oh, yeah. It's got to be patient. I know a lot of people are getting upset, but, you know, just be patient. You'll get one. Oh, 
I was thinking, uh, like, I was thinking about painting my PS5 too. Mm. Like, I just watched a video where this guy, you know, what Plasti Dip is, that spray paint, but it's like rubberized, so you, it's like for like cars, so you spray paint your car, and then you can just peel it off later, and it protects the paint. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like temporary, and this guy does it to his PS5 and makes it black, and it looks really cool. And they got that cans of that down at Ace for like five bucks. So I was thinking nice. about doing that. It's like it'd be pretty cool custom, but I'm worried about a layer of like rubber on the shell, mm. heat wise. Right. So probably won't do it, but it looked it looked pretty damn cool. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> congrats on your TV. It's awesome to have it back. Yeah, very happy. All right. Well, it's enough dilly daddling. I think I think we're. We're done on episode 16, Van Dam. Hope you all had fun. Like I said, come back and join us. Love you all. Thanks for your support, and uh, have a terrific day. Yeah, bye. See ya.